0: Hey. Hey guys, good morning, welcome to the show. As when something happens that isn't super fun to talk about, I come on by myself when the show starts and I'll come on and talk about Charlie Daniels. I guess yesterday, around 11 or so, it was after the show was over, I heard that Charlie Daniels had passed away, who is known by most people in Nashville, most artists, most people in the music industry, as just a super nice guy. Now, obviously, Charlie Daniels, uh, Devil Went Down to Georgia. Here's a clip of that.
1: The devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. So arguably
0: one of the 10 most known songs in country music. Uh, But Charlie Daniels passed away yesterday, 83 years old. I'll read a little bit of this from, it looks like, the Tennessean. Charlie Daniels, a country and southern rock legend known for his hit, The Devil Went Down to Georgia, has died after suffering a stroke. The Country Music Hall of Famer died Monday morning at the Summit Medical Center in Hermitage, Tennessee. Doctors determined the cause of death was a stroke. His career began in the late 50s, and man, he did everything. He co-wrote an Elvis song. He played for Bob Dylan Records. The Devil Went Down to Georgia reached number three on the Billboard charts and you know that one and I'll tell you the other song because I, for me I learned that song when I was about nine years old. I learned every word of it and I felt like I was so cool when I went to school and sang every word to The Devil Went Down to Georgia. It was like I would look for a place to play it so it would come up so I could start singing along with it like I didn't have it all planned and hopefully the kids would think I was so cool. Later on I did that with Bare Naked Ladies one week. I think I did it with but That was the first song I probably did that to. He was inducted into the Grand Ole Opry in 2008. Again, 83 years old. Man, my other Charlie Daniels jam was uh, Long Hair Country Boy.
1: If you
2: don't like the way I'm living, you just leave this long-haired country boy alone.
3: So definitely didn't want to
0: come on and, you know, start the show with our normal start, which we'll do next, and we'll get into the show, and I'll bring everybody in here, and we'll... Um, and I'll, I'll talk about Charlie Daniels later on in the show, too. And uh, But, man, yeah, hated to see it. You saw a lot of country music stars r- tweeting and on Instagram and telling personal stories. So Charlie Daniels died at 83 years old yesterday. Rest in peace, Charlie Daniels. This article says five things you should know by the age of 40. I just turned 40. Amy's about to turn 40 or so in less than a year. Mm-hmm. Eddie's like 60. No, I'm 41. Relax. <sighs> Come on. Isn't it weird how now you've been assigned by far the oldest person on yes, the show? Yes, and I'm
4: one year older than you. I hate it.
0: <laughs> uh, so here's a list of things everyone should know by age 40. Number one, how do you budget? As a rule of thumb, setting aside 20% of your total income will leave you with some healthy retirement savings. My question is, do you save for retirement, Amy? Yes. At I dictated from my check to have money go to a place so I don't have to do it myself. Because I'll go full Aaron Carter and not put any money back and then be broke. Yeah. Nice reference. Yeah. And who, who? What happened to him? IRS is like, give me your money. Give me your money.
4: And he's got nothing.
5: But it's like,
0: you know, people that don't have money taken out of their checks, they don't pay the government themselves. Then they get in trouble. We have money taken out of our checks. Yeah, so I said, hey, just put this in retirement. But I do. But I don't know about it. It just goes away. That's probably the best Same. thing yeah. to do,
4: I think. Eddie, do you? Uh, I do, but I don't. Like, I got a little bit, but I feel like, you know, since we have foster kids now, like, all that kind of went down the drain. So uh, we're just trying to keep our head afloat.
0: There's only five things here. Number two is cook a signature dish. By the time you're 40, you should have one signature dish. What would be your signature dish? Gun to your head, signature dish.
5: Okay, fine. Salmon.
0: Nice. That's a good one.
5: With this uh, cauliflower rice risotto situation. Wow.
0: You looked at me like I was putting unfair pressure on you, and then you labeled your food as a situation.
5: And then probably arugula salad with homemade dressing. Wow. But that, nice. you will come over and you'll be like, okay, she can cook. But then really, that's all I got.
0: Eddie, what's your
4: signature dish? My fajita tacos. I mean, you try one of those and you're just like, "Where is this a Mexican restaurant? These are delicious. Wow.
0: Mine is a... Sparkling water and grapefruit <laughs> juice mixture. Just, those, like your bologna just sandwich. those two things. Old white bread bologna <laughs> sandwich and mustard.
5: Golly. So good.
0: Yeah, but I'm probably going to do the, the, my drink. Okay. Because I don't, I don't know how to cook, really. I, when I was single, I was making a bunch of sandwiches and cooking a bunch of sandwiches. I can make some stuff occasionally, but I don't have a signature. I suck. Uh, number three is change attire. No problem. Can't. I can do that. Nah, Easy. Don't
5: need to.
0: Did it for Caitlin. That's when she thought I was so manly. Or at least I <laughs> thought she thought that, and it turns out she did. Um, administer first aid. When you're 40s, you need to dress a wound. Know how to do the Heimlich, splint a broken finger, and perform CPR. No?
5: I can address a wound.
0: Hello, wound. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? Wait,
5: is it dress a wound, a wound or dress. a dress, dress it? Dress. dress. I mean, yes. I can
0: address a wound, too. Hello, Mr. Wound.
5: <laughs> yeah, I could dress it. I have dressing for wounds. (laughs) I've had to actually do that. So, dear Mister Wound,
4: (laughs) I can't wound. 2020 Main Street. I just addressed a wound. (laughs)
5: Yeah,
4: Mm -hmm. Eddie, can you do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've taken so many classes for that stuff. I, I I've never had to do CPR, but I feel like I'm ready to do it.
0: And finally, by your 40, you should know how to start a fire, like. Without um,
4: charcoal lighter?
0: Um, I that's okay. Any of that. Okay. Yeah, wood, fire. No? No, I Amy? All right. No. There you go. Yeah. Read that coming in today. Thought I'd share it with you guys. Shit. Bobby
1: Bones
0: All right. Here is Rosa in Austin, Texas.
1: Hi, Bobby. Uh, I just wanted to get y'all's input on a situation me and my boyfriend have. When we sleep, I like to use my own blanket and he likes to share a blanket. What do you guys do? Thank you for everything you guys do. I love listening to your show. Bye.
0: Well, I roll around a little bit, and at first with Caitlin and I it was an issue because I would steal all the covers, but we just got a massive blanket. So I pull it, and she still has plenty. But other than that, we're fine. I know in Lunchbox's life, you sweat so much when you sleep, right?
2: Yeah, so I just used one sheet for myself, and then my wife has a comforter and her own sheet. We're under separate blankets. It causes no fighting. And then that way I'm not sweating on her, and it's not gross. And so Ugh. separate blankets, it's so much easier. <laughs> Why do you sweat so much when you sleep? Why don't you turn the air down? Well... I do turn it down. It's just sometimes I just get I don't know what it is. If I here here if I shower too close to bedtime, so sometimes if I'm sweaty from a soccer game, I just go to bed because I sweat after the shower.
0: So you and, don't shower? Right. You'll go to bed right after you play soccer without
2: showering? Yes. Ugh. Oh
4: that's disgusting.
2: No no no, it's okay because we're under separate blankets. Then but you still smell bad and you're still <laughs> rolling around in that same bed. That's true. And I don't know, I just sleep so hard, I guess I just get so hot. I don't know. I even put a fan on me sometimes and I still sweat. Do you think that because I'm reading about night sweats? Do you
0: think you have premenopause? Oh. Oh no. That's what it says. Can do guys get that? Well, no, you, uh... you might. What? <laughs> <laughs> do you...
5: Don't. Examples include premenopause,
0: <laughs> medications, hormone problems, low testosterone. I ain't got that. Don't worry about that.
5: <laughs> but it was. Weren't you sweating because of tuberculosis at yeah. one point?
0: Oh, that was bad. Low blood sugar, neurological problems. You have to pick one of those because that's oh. those are the only solutions.
2: Oh, I'd go with so the, the neurological T. Pro- pro-
0: no, I told
2: you not. for No
0: problem this Your there. voice gets no deeper when you do that. Why would you <laughs> go with it? His voice is <laughs> <laughs> already so deep, he gets no deeper, he just talks slower. And he's pounding his chest. Okay, like but it makes now a I want to
5: know why he just... Obviously it's neurological problems. So I don't what. know what
0: that means. You'd rather have a neurological problem <laughs> yeah. than low testosterone. Don't know what that means. So oh, neurological is like brain spinal. Cord. Like stuff
5: Bobby has going
0: on oh. right now. No, nah, probably not. I don't want to have that. Mm. Right. So you'd yeah, rather have low T? Yeah, do go
2: with the low T. Low testosterone? No oh, man, that's that's embarrassing. Uh premenopause? Menopause? Yeah, I'll go with that one. Okay. Or Yeah, yeah, I'll go with that one. Premenopause.
4: <laughs> so we can say that now? <laughs> <laughs> Openly. Yep, you're, you're getting hot flashes. Amy, what do
0: you and your husband do? One blanket or...
5: Well, I think, yeah, we, one thing, but we, yeah, we have a queen bed, but we use king a king duvet and king comforter, so it's no issue. Like, that same as you. It's just a bigger blanket, so it fits. Plus, when you make the bed, it just looks a lot nicer. It's easier to make. I learned that tip, I don't know, maybe four years ago, and that's what we did.
0: You just dropped that word duvet like it's nothing. Duvet. (laughs) Duvet. I turned my head like my dog when he's confused. (laughs) When she said that, I was like, "Ah? (laughs) huh? Duvet.
5: Um, Or whatever.
0: Here's what I would say to you, Rosa. Um, Whatever makes you both sleep better at night, don't take any offense Either one of you, if the other person wants to sleep with their own blanket. It's just for better sleep. That's all. It's not because they don't want to be close to you, right? Yeah. We're cool with that. Whatever makes you sleep better. You can be like Lunchbox and have premenopause.
2: Yeah, premenopause. There you go. And low T.
0: No! All right. I don't have low T. Now he sounds like Hulk Hogan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, Robson. So what happened to you, Amy?
5: Well, I got a DM on Instagram that said, have you seen what someone did with all of your pics? And then below it was a link and the link was titled Ugly Photos. And then they wrote, Look, they're right at the top. <laughs> so it was this, it totally got my attention. Cause first, someone did something with my photos in an ugly photo album, and my pics are at the top. <laughs> I need to know more. So I click on it. You oh, clicked, no. clicked oh. on it. I clicked on it. I clicked on it. I didn't know.
0: lifelock.com. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
5: I, I have lifelock. Thank you. I clicked on it. And it redirected me to some Instagram login page. But I'm on Instagram. So doesn't make sense. So obviously I'm smart enough to know. Abort. <laughs> like Get out. Close all my windows. I go away. I don't enter in anything. But they almost had me. Because so if
0: you go into that page and you type in your username and your password, password then they, they, they got have it. them both. And they can log in and do whatever they yeah. want with your account.
5: Exactly. So I got halfway got. And then I thought, okay, I need to warn people about this because it, it's That's a, a scam, good one.
0: and it's taking us at our vanity and going, "Oh, I don't want to be an ugly." Mm-hmm. One time, Lunchbox had hit with the, "Hey, you know you're on the news." And he clicked oh it. man, when they <laughs> yeah. tell you you're
2: on the news, it's like, "Oh, look, I saw you on the news." You're like, "Whoa, was I walking in the back of a segment or something?" And of course, you want to see yourself on TV, so you click on the link, and you know what? You're not on TV. Just so you know.
0: Hey, Morgan, because the news isn't really that big of a deal anymore, generally. Like, the, the 6 o'clock news, it's, just, it's an old old person thing. You're 26? Yes. When someone says, hey, you're on the news, is that is that a thing to you?
5: No. I mean, I'm like, okay, can you send me, like, a YouTube clip of that? See? <laughs> it was
0: huge for us. If we were ever on the news as a kid, if anybody oh, was on the news yeah. that we knew, it was a massive deal. But now, it's like you're on the news... Who watches the news? Because if you want the news, you get on your phone, you grab it real quick. Or you watch it 24 hours on, you know, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, you know, whichever line you want to be fed.
5: Mm-hmm. That's the truth.
0: Oh, yeah. You watch the news from your the perspective uh-huh. you want to be fed no, but
5: from. Well, we go back and forth between and it's almost comical Two different, some yeah, days because yeah. one hour if we're watching one network, we're fed this and you flip it over and they're literally talking about the exact same thing, but from a totally different viewpoint.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> but the news, if your mom called and like, hey, I'm on the news at six o'clock, would you freak out?
5: No, oh. <laughs> I'd be like, "Are you in a viral video? That's cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, but Amy, that's that's a good pSA. The more you know. yeah, watch out. do not believe it.
5: And fall for that DM yeah, there you go. All
0: right. Thank you. It's time for the good news
5: with
4: Bobby. Tell me something good.
0: Love dog stories. A rescued pit bull has made history in New Jersey. The pit bull was rescued from a dog fighting ring when he was seven weeks old. Now he is the very first pit bull to ever become a canine arson detective.
5: Isn't that crazy? Oh, wow.
0: Hansel is from New Jersey. He was rescued in that ring. He made his way to Throw Away Dogs Project, a group that takes rescued dogs and turns them into working dogs. And now, like I mentioned, the very first ever Pitbull canine arson detective, and that story's from CBS 3, so Love it. pretty cool. Love that story. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about.
1: That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day.
2: This story comes to us from California. A man was arrested after he got into a fight with his brother over how he made breakfast. The 19-year-old brother wanted his eggs over easy. Ew. The brother said, I'm only making them scramble. Atta boy. Made them scramble. What? So the 19-year-old attacked him with a frying pan. Mm. You don't like Overeasy? Oh, I love
5: Overeasy. Oh. Overeasy is so good. Oh, I like Runny. Is that Overeasy? Yeah, runny. Yeah, Sure,
2: yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. sunny, sunny side,
0: side set up. I would yeah. attack you guys with a frying pan with this conversation. <laughs> Wait,
5: you're scrambled all the way?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Is, is, um, a dumb reason to fight. By the way, I bet they didn't really fight about the eggs. It was something, it was about some, some other issue, respect. some disrespect somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, he wanted Overeasy. I want to beat him with a band too. <laughs> He hit him in the head. He had a big old gash. Yeah,
2: probably, probably deserved it. Uh, All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. This is
0: the Bobby Show. Listeners ask us a lot of questions, so we gathered some from social media. The first question is, do you pee in the shower, yes or no? <laughs> Amy?
5: I have, but I don't. Well, and the opposite,
0: I I, I usually do, but I don't now because my drain is messed up. And I made that mistake. I was in the shower, and I was like, you know, and I'll pee right on top of it so it goes right in the hole. Of course. Yeah. But then the drain was messed up, and I I didn't realize it, and I looked down, and the water isn't exactly, and I'm like, ah! (laughs) It's getting closer to your feet. Yeah, Yeah. no, it was in my feet. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So you... Don't you say no, but you have.
5: I have, but I try to go pee before I go Sometimes in there. Sometimes you just get it's in there not.
0: and you're like, I don't <laughs> want to get out. And then there's water. I say yes, but right now I'm currently not. Eddie, you? Right. Oh yeah, it's the best toilet ever. It's uh, right there. Um, that's a gross thing to say, though. <laughs> um, okay, Amy, this is for women. I'm gonna Morgan. I'll bring you into this one.
5: Okay.
0: Women, what's something important you think men really don't understand about being a woman?
5: Our periods. You You don't understand understand. our hormones, our cramps, what we go through every month. Yes, it's or every 28 days. Like, we physically
0: don't understand. You physically don't understand. understand. I could go wiener. You don't just want to have a wiener. You're right. We don't. But does
5: I don't even want to get into it? Don't even start with me because your wiener doesn't do something (laughs) every 28 days ish that lasts for for me seven days, which is brutal because some girls it's four, which I'm like, what? That's bad. That'd be amazing, but I don't think that you fully understand what we have to go through. It's
4: but you both can be right. Like you don't understand the wiener. And does it your does your wiener also
5: make you crazy?
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Oh yeah, of uh, like, course. It makes you think five irrationally. Days before it makes it make you no, no, eat a bunch all of stuff the time, all, all the time. Snap at people.
0: Let me say this again.
5: It makes you do that.
0: A guy's privates gets him into all the trouble in the world. Okay, you don't understand that. Like we're we, okay. led into terrible places because of that.
5: Okay. Well, then, there we go. We don't understand.
0: That's good. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> hey, Morgan, what do you think? You what, can what?
5: control yours though. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, you can't. I'm telling you. <laughs> you but can you can not. control your
0: You're emotions no. too. Uh, By what hard. you do outwardly, you can control it. Same with a guy. It's, we can control what we do outwardly. No,
5: sometimes I can't stop crying. I and can't. Sometimes.
0: You know me. I'm like a <laughs> rabbit.
5: Stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's next?
0: Morgan, wait. What is your answer?
5: <laughs> Can you repeat the question? <laughs> yeah, what was it?
0: What is something important you think men really don't understand about being a woman?
5: Oh, I think they don't understand that we actually dress for other women instead of them.
0: It's a good point. Like shoes, when women buy expensive shoes or purses, they're not really doing it to impress dudes. Because
5: y'all don't notice. Because wow. we don't know
0: the difference. Is that right? I mean, I do. But
1: most <laughs> men I mean, we don't. I we want to look
5: good for the man in our life for sure, but... If a girl compliments you versus the guy, you're like, oh, yes. Yes,
3: <laughs> it doesn't take much
5: to impress a guy with our clothes or our shoes, but, like, for a girl to say something, yes, it's a big deal.
0: Uh, next question. What smells better than it tastes? What smells better than it tastes? I'm going to go with gasoline. <laughs> well, I've
5: never tasted <laughs> because, that it. Well, you? yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I have because I used to, we used to siphon gas from oh. one car to the other. We were broke. Gas, the smell, is great. The gas, <laughs> it,
4: oh, Awful. I've never tasted that. I never let it get to my tongue when we did that.
0: Yeah, sometimes you have to you have to go hard. Uh-huh. And you have to, right when it comes up, if your hose isn't that long, and you go, ooh, and you just put it in the other one.
4: So what does it taste like? Mm,
0: Is it bitter? Al- like, really bitter alcohol. Like, not alcohol that you drink, but like rubbing. Rubbing alcohol. Just, <laughs> ugh. That's,
5: well, that's the opposite. Alcohol that you drink tastes better than it smells.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's opposite, but Amy, what smells better than it tastes? I'm trying to think
5: of something like pumpkin. To me, pumpkin smells so mm. amazing, and then if you eat it, it has to have like a lot of sugar or something.
4: Mm. Eddie, I would go with cinnamon. Cinnamon tastes wonderful, but then you taste it, you're like, you mean It smells wonderful? Smells. It smells wonderful, but then you taste it, it's like not very good. All right, here's this.
0: What fact did you learn at an embarrassingly late age? I'll lead the pack here. I think I was a little too old to think that babies came out of the belly button. <laughs> and I was a pretty intelligent kid, but I was 19. This You're so dumb. That's not true. <laughs> uh, but I was a little too... too I re- was really in, just... Wow, I can't believe the baby comes out of the belly button. Do you have anything?
5: Well, yeah. Like, last week, I was typing in an email about a pre-Madonna, and I typed pre-Madonna.
0: Like, like P-R-E. P-R-E.
5: Madonna the singer. You thought it was like
0: BC before Christ? It was like pre-Madonna?
5: <laughs> Pre-Madonna.
0: You know it was the 70s.
4: Pre-Madonna. <laughs>
5: But did you know it's like Prima? Like uh-huh, Prima. prima
4: P-R-I. Oh, that's funny, Amy.
5: P-R-I-M-A, mm-hmm. s- space, and yeah. Pr- I always thought it was pre-Madonna, but I didn't know what she did necessarily, but I just thought it was like diva acting, and Madonna was like pre-Madonna. I don't know.
0: Prima Donna is taken directly from an Italian word. It means first lady. Hmm. That's exactly what it means. Prima Donna. The first records of the term in English come from the 1700s. But if you're a prima donna, you think you're the first. Mm. But now I just have to be a lady, because at times
4: I'll be called that. <laughs> I'll be like his water. I'm like, yeah, because I'm thirsty. Uh, Eddie, did you have one? Uh, yeah, I told you guys recently that I, I thought dinosaurs were fake. I didn't know they were, like, really real. And that, I found that out, like, three years ago. I just thought it was scientists going like, oh, it's a, we have a theory that there were these big animals traveling. No, no, they've, they pretty much sealed the deal. They know that they were here. Like Land Before Time? Yeah, I thought that was all fictional. Well, the story is, but. no, but I really thought yeah. Oh, like, before
5: my, times, not real. Eddie.
4: Seriously, like before three. He's years like, ago, <laughs> wow,
0: and now I just learned
3: something
4: else. <laughs> I was like, you're telling me there are these gigantic animals killing each other, walking around this earth. That's crazy.
5: Sometimes when they say though that like they found an animal from a long time ago, and then they say what they found in their digestive tract, I'm like, how do they do that? Seriously, like how do you know that's their last meal was?
0: Well, I would assume because how they found it was kept at a certain temperature. If it was. Oh.
5: Interesting.
0: Here Frozen. I mean, I'm or sure warm. there's a way,
5: but to me, it's crazy and fascinating that they can know what's what an animal ate when it died a long time ago.
0: Probably very small, microscopic. Things I mean, left yeah. Over. Yeah. yeah. Microscopes and stuff. And stuff, yeah. yeah. In <laughs> stuff. <All right. laughs> I was reading this study where if you ask a guy, hey, what does what a girl like? And, and guys say, muscles. And they asked a bunch of girls that were like, hey, what are guys like? And they were like, thin. So guys are like, this is how they feel about me. And girls are like, this is how they feel about me, right? But it turns out that's really not it at all. Because women assume the thinner you were, the more attractive you were. Men assume the more muscular you were, the more attractive you were. But when they went to all these folks between age 17 and 30, they said, hey, what's up with your body image? What do you like? And women overestimate thinness of female bodies. And men overestimate the muscularity that that women need.
5: Does that make sense? Totally, and it's what society's done to us. It, that that doesn't just happen. We've been pay, we've been given that picture that this is what you're supposed to look like thin. This is what you're supposed to look like as men, muscular, and it's not realistic.
0: I don't have a good body image for myself, and I my girlfriend's great at because she knows I don't. She I think she's surprised at how bad of a body image I have of myself. Hmm. And so, I was I was looking at myself in something, and I was like, ooh. Got a little love handle action going there. don't like that at all. <laughs> and she kind of was, in a nice way, she was like, hey, don't let this one video in a weird angle get in your head. This is what she wrote me. She goes, I was truly just thinking today how good in shape you are. I'm at max attraction to you. Aw. Um, she's saying I think that no? My, I think that, yeah, I think that's my heart, though. And My creativity. No, she's, attracted to. No, she's
5: max. Max attraction.
0: Mm. Well, I still.
5: That's got to feel good to hear that she's a. That's got to feel good, like to s- soak that up for a second. If I
0: feel like I'm not in perfect shape, I don't even sometimes, like I still will sleep with my shirt on if I'm not feeling like in good shape. I'm like, you know, I'm going to, I cut the sleeves out of it, but then I sleep with the shirt <laughs> on because I'm like, I don't like my stomach right now. Mm-hmm. So I still do that some too. Yeah. So don't just think, I guess my whole point is don't just think ladies that you're the only people that are like, I don't know, I don't know if I feel good about my body. Cause I don't, I never have a good body image. I don't think I ever have because it used to be I was way too skinny and got made fun of. Compl- As a kid, I had, I had bones that came out of my shoulders and I just got ridiculed like crazy. And I think that's where it comes from. It's not about being in shape. It's about I was just never the right size. And I always was made fun of for how small I was. I mean, still, I have the chest of, like Eddie's son and I have the same chest. Pretty much, yeah. It, <laughs> and Eddie's son's 12.
5: <laughs> well, I'm just glad you're able to talk about it because it shows guys that they can talk about it and it's okay. I think women are just more used to it, used to talking about it cuz it's acceptable for women to talk about. And not that we should, but it it is one of those things. But I like the findings. The findings are that that's what we think people want when really we're that that's not. I don't know what the uh, outcome was.
4: How do we know they're not lying? Oh, well, they People could be in the poll. Mm-hmm.
5: No,
0: I,
4: I, I kind of take the outlook of like you know it doesn't matter what anyone thinks. But my wife thinks I look good. Then when Are you, will you ever get there with like nah. No, because it's not about her.
5: It's about you. It's about you me. need to. You need to not even be worried about what your wife thinks. You need to be happy with dang. you.
4: Yeah. Oh, you just got certain
3: so papers, no, right? No, it's I'm hard. <laughs>
5: I'm a work in progress. It's hard. I have the same issues, and I've been working through it for. Uh, like putting in the work for about a year and it's no joke like well, I, it's hard I, I
0: read that and thought I would share it I knew that you would uh, find that story I
5: find it really interesting interesting and
0: mm. something I should share yeah the end thank you very much
5: Bobby Bones, come on.
0: Mike D does a movie podcast called Movie Mike's Movie Podcast and he reviews movies and talks about interesting things
1: did you watch the what is it The Outpost yeah what, what the heck is that? It's a, based on a true story of these uh, soldiers in Iraq. They were like stationed at this outpost that was at the bottom of like three mountains, and then they get attacked by like hundreds of other people. Oh, this is a true story. A true story based wow. on a book. Oh, I want oh, to watch it. Crazy. What is it called? The Outpost, and Clint Eastwood's son is in it. Scott Eastwood. Yeah, that's the name. Yeah. Where and do you, we watch it? You can. Uh, it's video on demand, so you can just wherever you stream movies. You can What'd you think? It. I thought it was really good. I'd never heard this story before and it's really intense, kind of hard to watch at some points because it's very violent, but it's crazy what happens in this movie. So these are United States servicemen. Mm-hmm. What Do you know what branch? I don't know. Okay, so and they're
0: in Iraq, and hundreds of people come and attack their outpost. They yeah, out they were there to help
1: them out, but then they found out they were closing that outpost and leaving, and they weren't going to be able to like, pay them and give them money. So they were like, all right, we're going to hit you. And this is a true story. A true story. Okay. What do you rate it? I give it four out of five gunshells. shells. Oh, Uh, are you talking to Scott Eastwood? No,
4: I'm talking to the director of the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, because he's the actor, he's the star in it.
1: Yeah,
0: got it. Was it originally going to be Scott Eastwood? It was originally going to be Scott Eastwood. And then he didn't want to do it anymore. I got the director. Oh, dang. Wow, that's cool though.
1: Yeah. Are you going to put that in your podcast? It'll be this week. Yeah. What's the best movie you've seen in the past couple of months? Probably a movie called uh, Ooh. There hasn't been anything really that great lately. So I'd probably say that, um, what's his freaking name? King of Staten Island? King of Staten Island, yeah.
5: Oh, yeah, the SNL Davidson? Yeah.
1: yeah, He's pretty good. I mean, that's probably the best thing that's been out in a while. What's the best thing you've seen in the past year or so? Oh, I would have to say The Joker. That's been my favorite. Oh, man.
4: But you loved that, huh? I really love that. That movie, sh- like, shook me in a way I hadn't had in a while. I recorded it on demand, and so I have it in the queue, and my son keeps looking at it, and he's like, oh, I want to watch it with you, Dad, and he's 12. I'm like, no, you're not ready for the Joker.
1: I don't know. Oh,
4: man, I don't know. There's uh, a lot of crazy stuff in that movie. Really? Yeah, you remember? When I was 12, I guess I just didn't have any rules. That's true, but I'm a, I'm a dad, and I feel like it's... I'm but gonna, you also don't want your kid to have Facebook till he's 18. Correct, or yeah. a phone when he's 18. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that would
0: maybe give him nightmares. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean. I agree. All right, so check out Mike's podcast, Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. But also check out The Outpost. You recommended that here? Yeah, check it out. That one sounds good.
2: There
4: you go. It's time for the good news.
3: With Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
2: Last June, 18-year-old Avi Gupta went on Jeopardy Teen Tournament, and he won the $100,000 grand prize. He's like, man, I want to do something good with this money. So he took $10,000 of his winnings and donated it to Oregon's Health Science Center, where Alex Trebek goes for cancer treatment For his pancreatic cancer Oh wow And he said And he used a hashtag Inspired by And he encouraged other people to donate And put that And so far in over a year $200,000 has been raised Wait how much? 200000 Wow Wow Off from a uh, one Jeopardy And then gave back
0: to Sort of Jeopardy People yeah. that are finding the same thing As Alex Trebek Ah man that's great That's what it's all about right there
1: That was Tell Me Something Good
0: Alright over to Cody in Colorado Who's called the show Hey Cody, what's happening?
2: Hey Bobby, Bob the studio. How you guys doing?
0: We're pretty good. What's going on with you?
2: Oh man, just working, driving up to Denver right
0: now. I appreciate the call. What can we do for you?
2: Hey, I just wanted to tell you guys, man. I appreciate you guys. I've listened to you every morning, man. I've been listening since I lived in North Carolina fifteen years ago, and uh, you guys are awesome, man.
0: Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. And what are what do you do for a living?
2: Uh, right now I got a CDL. I drive, um, it's, uh, a company who works on freight liners and I, I,
0: I do a lot of driving for them. Do you have one of those horns that you pull, like your head that goes, uh, uh-uh. uh? <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. With a little kid who, uh, will always make that little trucker signal they want me to hunt for them. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, it's not a kid right now. It's me. I'm an adult. <laughs> All right. I'm giving it to you right now. Let, let, let me hear it, Cody.
2: Uh, I'm actually in a little Chevy
0: right now. But, uh, oh, okay, do it with your mouth, though. What it would sound like? Uh, it would be
2: really loud. Hey,
1: <laughs>
0: there it is. We're really, we're really hurting today. All right, uh, Cody, appreciate that call, man. I, uh,
2: I, uh, I wanted to let you know, man, I've been firefighting for, for seven years, and I was in the Army as a firefighter. And, man, we, we really appreciate people like you who appreciate us. And it goes a long way, whether you guys realize it or not. And not too many people uh, actually say it to us, so I really appreciate you guys for appreciating what we do for this country.
0: Well, thanks, Cody. I tell you, I just know that I am not heroic in any way, and there is—I I know that if it wasn't for for folks like our, our military, our police officers, our firefighters, and I am probably missing somebody here. And I don't mean to. Our EMT, yeah, our medics. Like I just—I don't have that in me, and if it wasn't for people that are different than me. I, I mean, I'm, I don't think lies would be getting saved because I wouldn't do it. I can't do it. I don't have it. I'm, so, you, you folks that are doing that and, and making our world easier and safer, I appreciate you. So, uh, well, I hope you have a great, hope you have a great morning, and thank you very much. Have a safe trip.
2: Yes, sir. Y'all too. Take
0: care. All right. See you later.
2: There
0: he is. Uh, very special because we're going to get into the morning corny right now. And now the
1: morning corny with country superstar Dustin Lynch.
0: What kind of car does an egg drive? What kind of car does an egg drive? A Yolks wagon. (laughs)
3: All right, there you
2: go. (laughs) That was the Morning Corny with
1: country superstar Dustin Lynch.
0: All right, that's pretty funny.
1: The whole thing, the whole setup's funny. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's funny. (laughs) Charlie Daniels died yesterday. He was 83 years old. I was sad to hear it. Like, you probably listen to this right now. Uh, just love The Devil Went Down to Georgia, was nine, ten years old when I learned every word of it. As a matter of fact, when we play shows, full band Raging Idiot shows, we usually start with The Devil Went Down to Georgia because we have a a fantastic fiddle player, I guess we did, Natalie Stovall, who is now in Runaway June. But when we started, I'm such a fan of Charlie and of that song, and I already knew every word of it, I've known it my whole life, that we play it. And if you ever come to one of our shows, man, people just love that song. That song was actually... Uh, put out before I was even born. It was put out in 1979, which is pretty crazy. But it was sad Charlie died yesterday. I was seeing so many of my friends tweet about him. Luke Bryan wrote, just learning of the passing of this great man, what a hero, a true patriot, Christian, and country music icon. Prayers to his family. Thank you for all your contributions on and off stage. God bless you, Charlie Daniels. Maddie and Tay wrote, rest in peace to one of the greatest It was an honor getting to meet Mr. Charlie Daniels years back at the Opry, sending love to the Daniels family and our country music community. By the way, Charlie was inducted into the Grand Ole Opry in 2008. Dustin Lynch put up a picture of him and Charlie Daniels, said, blowing the speakers out today with this Legends Tunes, an honor to share many nights at the Opry with you and and my CD player forever. You'll be missed. And finally, Carrie Underwood said, I'm sad for the world and for his family, but I'm smiling a little because the angel band in heaven just got themselves one heck of a fiddle player. See you again one day, sweet Charlie Daniels. Obviously was so beloved and, you know, if you're listening to my voice, I bet you, you know at least the chorus to The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Georgia. One of the 10 most famous country songs ever.
1: So I know every word to this song. This the other
0: one, though, that I didn't see get a lot of love, that I knew every word to, was Long Hair Country Boy. If
1: you don't like the
0: way I'm living, you just leave this long haired country
3: boy alone.
0: He's very loved, nominated for five Grammys, including Best Country Instrumental Performance for I'll Fly Away in 2005. Uh, it was his only Grammy win, too. But Devil Went Down to Georgia, hit it there. But did did so much. Wrote a song for Elvis. Played on Bob Dylan records. I mean, just on and on. He died yesterday. He was survived by his wife, Hazel, and their son, Charlie Daniels Jr. Charlie Daniels was 83 years old. All right, listen to this.
1: Hi, I have a wise confession to make. My husband and I are constantly in a battle on if we should get our dog neutered or not. And I want him neutered, and he does not. So I convinced my vet into telling my husband that it was medically necessary to neuter my dog. Now we have to get him neutered. I know that's really wrong, but who wants a dog that's not neutered? Have a great day.
0: Well, I can't believe the vet lied for her. That's crazy. Is there no... Animal. Hippah. Or no, yeah. or whatever yeah. that would be.
1: Yeah.
0: So no, the Dr. Claus, the the, yeah. the Hippocratic Oath.
5: That she's friends with the family. Not cool vet.
0: Um, I never wanted to have my dog neutered. I did, though, because it's better for them and their health. They live longer. Uh, my last dog we had for years and years and years, thinking for 11, 12 years, longer than that. but. I had him neuter later in life because it was such a struggle because he was my best friend and I thought I wouldn't cut off Eddie's jongs. Thank you, man. So why would Appreciate I cut that. off Dusty's? But then it was, if someone came to me and said, hey, you can neuter Eddie and he'll live longer and be your friend longer. You're not still not doing choppy it. Choppy Woppy. <laughs> hey, I lived a
4: good life. I died at 40.
0: Cool. <laughs> uh, but Stanley, my dog now, neutered him immediately. Like it was like, hello, welcome to this world. You're old enough to be neutered. Bam! I'm just surprised about that. That that
5: vet. The vet did it. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think about that situation?
5: I mean, I'm I who I, I'm with her. Who wants to see a dog that's not? Who wants a dog that's not neutered? Well, who so wants- I I'd figure it out. She figured it out. Good for yeah. her. Yeah.
0: You can leave us a wife confession though at any time eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby. If you'd like to confess to something, leave it on the line. We'll play it eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby. You got to get your dog neutered. Yeah. But it's, it's a struggle for a man because it's very important to us, and we love those animals. I know. You're all in your eyes, but you just don't understand. Oh, I don't? No. You, do, you literally don't.
5: No, but, but it's literally not hurting you at all. You don't, but but it, the dog doesn't even know. But that's like that saying he's...
0: if your kids are sick, it's not hurting you at all. It is hurting you. Emotionally, Okay, Amy, you don't know. You don't
5: have nads. You're you're right, that is true Never mind, I do not know, I I agree with you
0: Say it, I do not have nads
5: I do not have nads (laughs) This is a Bobby
0: Bones show Bobby Bones Check out CMA Best of the Fest Hosted by my buddy Luke Bryan It's some of the most memorable performances from the CMA Fest over the last 16 years Trace Adkins, Jason Aldean, Kelsey, Dirks, Lady A, Sam Hunt A ton more, I'm in it too Check it out Monday, July 13th at 8, 7 central on ABC.
4: Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy.
1: Tell me something good.
5: So there's this guy, Adam, in South Carolina. And back in 2005, he was in a car crash, which paralyzed him from the waist down. But he hasn't let them. that like set him back. He walked a marathon this last weekend, and he wow. broke a world record. So what he did was he trained and started using a robotic exoskeleton that straps to his legs. And he completed a full marathon walking. It took exactly 33 hours, 50 minutes and 24 seconds, which beat the previous record holder. And it took him a year of training and this wasn't his first attempt. He actually tried walking the Los Angeles marathon last year, but he had to stop 17 miles in. But he didn't let that set him back. He continued training and he says he did it simply to send a message to people that your disabilities and adversities should never define who you are.
0: A a couple messages here. First of all, it's okay, He didn't complete it the first time. Get up and keep working and do it again, regardless of the situation. Like, that's the first message. And the bigger message is that, too.
5: Yeah. And then also how friends and family can come into play. Like, if you have a good support system, that helps, too. Oh, like, wow, wow. Charleston is his hometown. So he had a lot of people he knew, like, they're cheering him on, supporting him. And they would walk a mile alongside him and, like, take turns on the marathon, just being, like, by his side and cheerleading him on. And
0: that's a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. That's Love what it. it's all about, right there.
1: That was Tell Me Something Good.
0: <laughs> Ray Mundo's wedding is October 24th, right?
3: Yeah. Save the dates have been sent out. Yeah, by the way, pretty cute. The my fiance put them together. She did all the groundwork. I don't know how to make something look good. Yeah, but it looks good. Like you guys look like you like each other. Yeah, and we had uh, I believe my mom and sister, they were addressing the envelope, so we looked kind of fancy. They have really good cursive writing, so we tried to go that route as well. We don't want it sloppy. So
0: Ray is saying. You want to tell them what you're doing with your invitations?
3: Yeah, so uh, we ended up having about 10 of them that we could save the dates that we could still send out. And I thought up this plan, I hatched the idea, and I said, why don't we just send them to super famous people? Like, r- people that have some really, really high-ranking positions in our society and see if they actually send us something.
0: So he's always sending them to rich people to get gifts. Interesting.
4: <laughs> and and so like, we, sent to,
3: we sent one to Kim Kardashian. Okay, okay, hold on, let's go to this. How many did you do? I believe it was a little less than 10.
0: Okay. Do you have all of them there?
3: I have them listed right here. All right, drum roll, please. All right, I'm getting the drum roll. And so I said, Kim Kardashian. Next in line, we have Elon Musk. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. A Tesla shows up. (laughs) Then we went with, in California, Hawaii, don't know where he is right now, but Mark Zuckerberg. Okay.
4: Jeff Bezos. I mean, the billionaires.
3: Yeah, you may be aiming a little too (laughs) high. Yeah, man. Right. We sent one to the White House. Mr. Donald, President Donald Trump. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Michael Jordan in the Carolinas and Drake in Canada. So in the worst case scenario (laughs) is one of their assistants says, oh, they must know these people in Nashville. Let's just send a gift because they can't make it or send a gift card.
5: That's what I'm picturing happening for sure.
0: Who do you think of all those he listed would send a gift First, or mo- odds are you get one from them. Who was
3: the one before Drake? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Do him again, real quick. Kim Kardashian, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, Jeff Bezos, Oprah, Donald Trump. You oh, didn't, didn't say Oprah. Oprah. He I added I, that re- one. <laughs> Well, it's on the list. Oh. Michael Jordan, Drake, and that was it. Trump. President Donald Trump, yes. yes. Amy, <sighs> who does he get something from?
5: Gosh, well, now that he added Oprah... I'll go Oprah. Probably nobody, but I'm going to go Oprah.
4: Eddie? Uh, I would go possibly Jeff Bezos. Assistant of the assistant will probably think that they know each other.
3: I would think the odds that you would get something maybe are from Trump. I was honestly going to say that because as a cordial thing, I bet they have something that's just their job to send out letters back to people that ask for stuff, inquire about stuff.
5: So did you mail it to 1600 Pennsylvania yeah, Avenue? Yeah, how
3: do you get the address? So I got a guy, honestly, it might be from the dark web, but I can give him any person if they're famous enough, and he can give me their exact house address. <laughs> Who is
5: Talking this guy?
3: Lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> I know people. Uh, trust me, he's already... Uh, Sent me some pictures of people's houses on the show And I was like, yep, you got that one What? (laughs) I could tell him any famous person And they could give me their address and a phone number It might be outdated, but also a house picture Interesting Whose house they send you a picture of? I had him do Amy's old house and he sent me a picture of it Why
5: did you do that?
3: To see if he was good (laughs) Wow, this is creepy Well, he's the one that found all these people's addresses, and he did Sam Hunt, and I'm pretty sure it was an older house, because it wasn't... Why is he doing Sam Hunt? Did you tell him to? Yeah, but it wasn't (laughs) an impressive... It was where he lived maybe in college or something. It wasn't an impressive house.
5: Wait. Uh, It's
0: Sam's
3: house They grew up in as a kid.
5: Which house? (laughs) My house before... Which house?
3: In East Nasty.
5: I know, but I've had... I lived two places there.
3: The most recent East Nasty. Wow. That's
5: impossible. And he
3: nailed it? He nailed it Because I literally Didn't Inconceivable. believe Inconceivable <laughs> Nice Princess Bride
5: <laughs> That is Weird <laughs>
4: hmm. Okay That's How does that make you feel Amy? And so I,
3: I know a doctor In California That used to be on Big Brother I was like Give me him Boom Playa Vista Pulled it right up Lunch came in I was looking at it It was an Unbelievable home
4: is Never. that why you were you, Googling homes the other day? Yes, on your this dude
3: was sending me addresses, dude. <laughs> did you do this?
5: did you do anybody else on the show? Or no,
3: I just it? needed one oh. person that I knew what the house looked like. Did you have to pay this guy? Uh not as of yet. Oh my
4: god. <laughs> right. Wait, where did, did you find such him? A weird life. He All hit right. me
3: up.
5: Oh god. So like you don't even
3: know him. Know him for the most part. I've been emailing him for <laughs> the most part? For six he months. He just said okay. could
5: be the dark web, but I know him for the most part. Okay. We're right. going to
0: get into a song now, but let us know <laughs> if you get any gifts from anyone. Okay.
5: Yes, Bones.
0: A woman's honoring her father by getting 90% of her body tattooed. Wow. Quote, book, my first tattoo with my dad, and now she's getting, Amy, it's almost her whole, I mean, it's her whole body. Mm-hmm. She has one little part of her face that looks like it's not tattooed, but everything is tattooed. Oh. And by the way, smoking hot. Crazy. Think about 90% of your body if it was tattooed.
5: I, I am right now. and I, I Yeah. That would,
0: if your body is broken up into 10 blocks, nine of them will be covered in tattoos. <laughs> yeah. That's so much. That's crazy. We're done. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Bye, everybody. This is the Bobby Bong Show. Bobby Bong.